Everybody, it's Ashley again. I know you're thrilled. Enjoy my special guest today. It's a new one. It, this is uh, Todd Go Bell. Todd, Todd Go Bell is that my new uh, name? Because of Taco Bell. Yeah, I'm just gonna make up names for you every time we do this. But I'm not in Taco Bell commercials. I'm in Wendy's commercials. Well, like, I didn't come up with a Wendy's name yet. Jeez. Well, get on it. I mean. I'm going to get in I mean, trouble. You know, I have a contract. Oh, my God. If you got in trouble for that, please send them my way. I have some words. Also, <laughs> your shirt is so cool. Oh, yeah. My Camp uh, Crystal Lake No Place to Hide shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Was, I got oh, it at Kohl's. Really? <laughs> yeah, they had a bunch I of. I wonder if it's by me. Movie uh, shirts. They had a ton of Jason shirts. That's I got one awesome. that says, uh, I heart Fridays, but instead of a heart, it's a hockey mask. Nice. Uh, and then another one that said uh, uh, Camp Crystal Lake running team. Run for your life, says. <laughs> uh, a bunch of them. And I got, and the newest one I got, which I didn't get at Kohl's, I got it online, is, uh, you know, it's, it looks like the Jaws poster, but it says Jason on top. You know, and it's, yeah. got, it's got Jason coming up from the depths. Nice. Yeah. Oh my God. Ian, we're going to Coles whenever you listen to this and shit. I'll just text you in like three seconds. We're going to Coles. <laughs> it was a few months ago. I don't know if they'll still have them, but they had a bunch of cool shit. They had, you know, Back to the Future uh, t shirts and every, everything. My kid got a Gravity Falls t shirt. Nice. Oh my God. I freaking love that show. Yeah. He made me watch it. I liked it too. The stuff that my boys like to watch, it like most of it is amazing and I love it. Like Teen Titans Go. Oh yeah. That forever. That's a funny show. Yeah, it is. It's so good. And they were have been like watching the movie on repeat. And there's a song like we used to listen to the soundtrack when I would take them to daycare. And there's this one part in it where Robin's like he have his own special theme and he goes, Kaka. And my kids hate it, hate it. Like they get mad if I do it. So they've been watching it on repeat. I'm like, you guys know I'm going to do it. And then they get mad and walk away. That reminds me, I was watching uh, St. Elmo's Fire the other day, you know, because I'm doing that for my show, my favorite shitty movie. Um, and they do this thing, like the the group of friends, you know, the Brat Packers, like, and it's a, a recurring thing throughout the movie. It's supposed to be their, like, call for each other. It's like their secret handshake, but it's verbal, I guess. Yeah. But they go, they go, boogada, boogada, ah, 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 all in unison. That's what they do. And it's, <laughs> it is so genuinely annoying. It's the most annoying thing when a group of people go, boogada, 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 ah, 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 all together. <laughs> And they do it throughout the movie. And it's like, were they hoping that would take off, you know, outside of the world of the movie? Did they hope 
that that would be their sort of catchphrase for St. Elmo's Fire? I feel like I might use it now because that is really annoying. And sometimes I need to pay Ian back. <laughs> well, you got to teach the kids to do it with you. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's even better. I'll teach them today. Yeah. And then you can really get under Ian's skin. Yeah. Do that. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen that movie? God damn it. No. I haven't seen any, just the same I haven't seen movies ever. I've seen kids' movies, and that's about it. Well, no, like, like of the, you know, the Brat Pack movies, you, you must have seen some on TV at some point, like The Breakfast Club or something. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, Everyone says I look like Molly Ringwald, and I'm just like, oh, thank you. <laughs> My wife used to get told that when she was a kid, um, that she looked like Molly Ringwald. Um, I like Molly Ringwald. Uh, St. Elmo's Fire came out the same year as Breakfast Club. Oh. I feel a- like I've seen it, but like, I don't know. I have to see a movie a few times for it to like actually sink in. Sure. sure. I don't know. It's just- I mean, if it's good, it'll sink in right away. Um, St. Elmo's Fire is not a good movie. It's just funny to me because it, <laughs> it came out the same year as Breakfast Club and Breakfast Club Half the cast of Breakfast Club is also in St. Elmo's Fire. Um, yeah. In, in Breakfast Club, they were, um, you know, high school kids. And then St. Elmo's Fire, a few months later, they're college graduates. Oh, wow. So <laughs> it's a little confusing. Yeah, sounds uh, like it. <laughs> uh, but that's the that's the magic of acting. Uh, you, you, they have great range, uh, Judd <laughs> And Emilio Estevez and Ali Sheedy. What wonderful range they have. But <laughs> Anthony Michael Hall didn't get to come. And they didn't have Molly Ringwald either. wonder why. They're lost. At my old job, I had the opportunity to call her. And I was too scared to do it. Call her? For what yeah. reason? Somebody stole her identity. Yeah. Somebody stole her And I was mom. like... Yeah, and it was funny because I talked to the fraud and I was like, this is not not Molly Ringwald at all. And I could have called her, but I was too scared, so I just didn't. Yeah, that's, yeah, I get you. I, I, I might be too intimidated to call uh, Molly Ringwald. What do you, how do you feel about her uh, takedown of old the old John Hughes movies that she was in? Um, I don't know. You, you know what she said, right? What'd she say? Well, she kind of came out and said that, you know, she regrets a lot of the elements of uh, the movies that she was in with John Hughes that she uh, now considers to be racist. Oh, yeah, for sure. Homophobic uh, and or uh, making light of sexual assault. Um, Was she like, okay with it then or was it like uncomfortable then as well? When you look at the history of, of movies, you know, like everybody's talking about Lawrence Olivier's Othello lately because it was in blackface and some dumbass professor decided to show that to his college class and they got mad. And then he got fired and everybody's like, cancel culture. Oh, God. And I'm, you know, and then they're trying to 
house Othello's blackface. It's actually nuanced. It's not racist. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? That sounds pretty racist. (laughs) Not true. I don't care how old, but it was a different time. You know, there's that. It was a different time. I fucking hate that. Oh my God. Just because it was a different time doesn't mean it wasn't racist. Now, with the 80s movies, that shit was pervasive. Yeah. I mean, there was a whole, you know, subcategory of comedy movies, uh, which I used to call titty movies, because that's what they existed for. They existed. So 13 and 14 year old boys or 12 year old boys, I don't know, could sneak in and see them despite, you know, without their parents knowledge and they could see some boobs. And they were generally called comedies and they generally weren't very funny, but you were watching them you know, for that payout. Cause you know, we didn't have the internet back then. Now there's no reason for those movies uh, to exist anymore, but they were rife with, you know, sexual assaults as, as jokes, as co- comedic set pieces, you know, I mean, the yeah. classic example now is revenge of the nerds, but they all had them like, animal Oh my God. I watched that the other night and I was like, I just like I had a moment I was like wow like I guess like I didn't realize it when I first saw it but now like I'm an adult and I watched it I was like oh no this is not okay like I wouldn't let my kids watch this I don't know if uh you know yeah and if 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 I found out my son had watched it or was planning on watching it or something there would be conversations but he's already had so many conversations about this because those things exist in PG movies too. It's not just yeah the R-rated movies because you look at, you know, to Molly Ringwald's point, you look at Weird Science, which is rated PG-13, I think. Um, one of the early PG-13 movies. But that, you know, that and it's got and the, it, that's got all that and and racism and, and everything else in it. Um, so it's not just the R-rated stuff, but but Revenge of the Nerds, which you know, I grew up and, you know, loved it. I loved it when I was a kid, you know, um, loved the racy R rated humor of it. But yes, you look back <laughs> and you go, Jesus Christ, none of this stuff was okay. The, the, the stereotyped performances in a lot of cases and, you know, the sex crimes that are supposed to be hilarious and, uh, and, and everything else uh, about it. But, you know, at the same time, you know, Booger's still really funny. And, uh, you know, I'll never forget the line where uh, the the football guy says to Booger as he's outside, says, what are you looking at, <laughs> nerd? And he says, well, I thought it was my mother's old douchebag, but that's in Ohio. And that's a great <laughs> fucking hilarious line. Oh, my God, that's so good. Um, you know, and there's, and like John Goodman in this movie is fucking hilarious as the coach. Yeah. You got your asses whipped by a bunch of nerds. So there's like a lot of good, funny stuff happening. Um, and maybe that's, uh, why, well, you know, and at the time you just weren't aware of it. I mean, like, like homophobia was, that was everywhere. You know? Yeah. I know. I grew up in the middle of Pennsylvania. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and and it's it's still a thing, but it was just so casual. You know what I mean? It was casual. Yeah. Um, it, you you called your friends gay to you know to get a zinger off. What are you gay? Yeah. 
you know, that was just a thing that everybody did. And it was uh, pervasive in the movies, you know, and when you look back on it, uh, you know, obviously uh, I've grown out of using such phrases and insults. Um, but, you know, back then it was everywhere. And I think I, I, in a weird way, I think so much of the screaming about cancel culture and all that stuff is just a terror of, of uh, you know, when people say uh, you ruined my childhood with this Star Wars movie or something. I mean, if that's the case, if your childhood can get ruined by, you know, solo, uh, then you're a fucking loser and your childhood sucked anyway. Uh, but or if it was Kylo Ren that ruined their childhood, that seems plausible. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But uh, my only point is, is <laughs> if if that ruins your childhood, one, that doesn't make sense because you already had your childhood. So how can something retroactively ruin it? Oh, uh, yeah, true. I see what you're saying. <laughs> it, does, it doesn't make sense. But also, I just I wonder if it's so much of, you know, ah, cancel culture. Is this just feeling like your past and your history is being erased or that? you're, you know, being shamed for liking those things back then, you know, or whatever. And I'm just like, you, you got to calm down. It's, we just, we've evolved. There's new perspectives. It, it yeah. Really like if somebody deal. said some shit like that now, like there's no excuse. Like yeah. you're supposed to grow as a person and know what you like have said before, done it before is like probably fucked up. And like not everybody was like terrible whatever um <laughs> but yeah you should be able to grow from that shit so like if you did stuff now then i would be like yeah you kind of deserve like the cancel culture bullshit but, like when you were yeah. young and stupid i don't think that should be held against you well i'm it depends what it is i guess i don't know maybe i should just shut the hell up well uh, yeah i mean if we're just more aware of what it is now of, of what it means to be homophobic or, or racist or whatever. Uh, and how, you know, these things are so pervasive in our culture that we were casually, you know, doing it. Yeah. Uh, without thinking, without um, <clears throat> self-reflection or reflection at all. I, I, I mean, that's what I think it is. Um, this political correctness and coming to terms with these things and, I just, I, it, for me, it's not a big deal that, um, you know, there won't be Revenge of the Nerds revival uh, screenings or whatever. Um, but it's not like you can't, if you loved the movie Revenge of the Nerds in the 1980s, you, you can still watch the fucking thing and, and nobody's going <laughs> to. Nobody's going to yeah. cancel you for uh, watching it and, and liking it because it's nostalgic for you. But, you know, it should come with a certain level of uh, warnings before it. So parents can decide if they need to talk to their kids about certain issues. It's just yeah. like, a, you know, when they get mad, the cancel culture, you know, critics or whatever they're called, get get mad about Oh no, now there's a warning before airplane that some of these uh who some cares of these jokes or homophobic or racist or whatever. What the fuck is the big deal? But there's always been a war. It was rated PG when it came out, parental guidance suggested, and that meant a certain thing. And then as time went on, they actually list the things that you have to be worried about. In Are the they mad because they have to read? Maybe they can't read. I maybe, maybe that's it. No, I think they get mad because, you know, it, 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 especially if you grew up with it or if you made it, 
you know, David Zucker has got this whole article that everybody's pointing out now and reposting about the death of comedy and because of the woke police and all that, you know, and he mentions a bunch of jokes in airplane that like now get the movie flagged as far as, you know, when it's screening somewhere or streaming somewhere, you get this warning before it, you know, there's, there's uh, uh, certain jokes that haven't aged well and they haven't. And I'm not saying they weren't funny then and we didn't laugh and they're, they're certainly, you know, uh, can have good comedic structure and stuff, but you wouldn't tell those jokes now. You wouldn't put them in a movie. And I don't think that means comedy is dead. I just think it means you have to figure out new jokes. I mean, that's all. I'm pretty fucking funny and I don't say any of that shit. So. Well, and like you, you don't want to do the, the jive jokes that they had an airplane anymore. Not just because, they're, they're not going to be received well, but also they were already done in airplanes. So why the fuck do you want to tell that joke again? Um, I just, you know, I think, I think people get so uh, crazily reactive uh, about cancel culture. And I know that, you know, the quote unquote woke police, which I don't think is a real thing. It's sort of a boogeyman, but I know people, if they feel, if they're a marginalized group and they feel like you're, you're insulting them or, creating violence towards them or whatever they're they're going to say something i don't think that that's a that's a big deal and that should scare you but i think that it you know these warnings make people feel like oh i'm being called a racist now i'm being called a homophobe now i'm being called a transphobe because i liked this movie in the 80s and that's oh not God. what the warning is for. It's not about you yeah you know right. what i mean? <laughs> i don't know that's how i feel I think that's why, though, I think people because if there's one thing Americans hate, it's being called racist, being called bigots, even when they're uh, parading around with bigoted flags uh, flying off the backs of their fucking trucks. They still hate it. <laughs> they're like, I'm a bigot. And then you call them one. They're like, how dare you? You know, it's like, <laughs> it's, it's not your N word, you asshole. Oh, my <laughs> you know, God. It's just that's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's my political diatribe for uh, the uh, show. I mean, unless well, we're, we're done here, guys. Just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I get, I, I've had too many uh, conversations about that new Chappelle special already. I, I, I still haven't watched it. I still have no opinion on it. I just know it pissed a lot of people off, and I haven't chosen sides yet because I didn't watch it. Yeah, I mean, like... In the end, I mean, my thing about that that particular special is I I didn't know I didn't I I missed the funny, I wasn't laughing I never laughed through the whole hour forget really it wasn't, it wasn't just it wasn't that I was like sitting there you know horrified on behalf of uh, uh, you know the transgender community or anything like that I just I wasn't finding it funny I haven't found his last number of specials funny I, I, just, yeah they're 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 more you know uh, TED talks. Uh, than they are uh, comedy shows. Um, in this particular one, though, he does very pointedly, and you have to kind of know, you have to research what turf is. No, I know uh, what a turf is. Right. So, like, but I think a lot of people who are defending him are, don't know what that is, and and what happens. Uh, what happens in the special is he very specifically says, "I am Team Turf," and if you're transgender, that is somebody saying, I am taking a stance against you. 
I mean, that's, that's what lost. turf is. It's it it it, it, it pretends that's to be this. What that's what happened. He said he's team turf. Yes. Oh. He was talking about J.K. Rowling, um, and, and because it, you know this is an ongoing thing with him in the in the transgender community, uh, with his jokes about it. Um, uh, you know, and he tells his stories about his transgender uh, friend. I guess you would say killed her. Wouldn't you say that's kind of similar to being like I have a black best friend? Like he has a trans friend, and oh, totally. so he can make those jokes. Like that's not cool. I would never, like, I don't think that's a funny thing. I don't know. I'm just, everyone I love is just terrible, apparently. <laughs> well, I mean, people love Dave Chappelle. Um, and, and that's the thing. It's like anything else. I mean, I'm sure you've gotten into, you know, I, or I don't know, if you've ever gotten into a conversation with a Woody Allen apologist slash defender, you know, it's like, or you get in an argument with somebody who loves Michael Jackson and can't see the forest for the trees and what that guy was up to, you know, or somebody who maintains that Bill, Bill Cosby is innocent, you know, it's, you, you can, I mean, and sadly, I think that that, that whole kind of culture, that's the biggest problem. That's the culture I think we live in, not a cancel culture, but a, a culture of sycophancy. And I, I feel yeah, like that's weird. Right. I feel like it's bled into our politics. It's it, it, like on both sides, you know, it's not just the cult of Trump, but, you know, people form their little sycophantic groups around various politicians on both sides to the point where you can't talk, you can't make a joke about the wrong person. Um, and that, and that's, it, it's, it's progressives and centrists, everybody, everybody's got their like camp that they'll get in around a particular person. I just think that's the weirdest fucking thing. Like I, I don't want to. I don't want to be in a cult of a of a of a politician like they're some kind of celebrity. I want to maintain my distance and and a healthy skepticism, and I want to be able to criticize them, and I want to be able to make jokes about them, which I think is the most important part of uh, being a uh, you know a, a voting citizen. Is you have to be skeptical and critical and. Uh, you know, and and if you're a funny person or you like jokes, you should make jokes about politicians. It should be it should be allowed. Yeah, and it shouldn't come with you know uh, 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 people piling on you if if you make some simple joke. You know. Yeah. I just don't. I don't get why people are like that. But that's that's the Chappelle thing. I think it's just people love Chappelle. And they've loved him for so long, and they're invested. They're emotionally invested in Chappelle um, and, and they've decided that he's a genius, uh, a comedic genius, uh, and he's, uh, you know, an infallible artist. So how could he possibly uh, be transphobic? This is an overreaction uh, from other people. But I mean, it's it's as simple as in the special, he says, I am team turf. I've had conversations with actual turf people who who identify as that um and had whole conversations and it's it's a stupid belief system uh, wrapped up in misinformation and prejudice that's it so if you're that's the team you're on then you know i choose team transgender that's the team i it, it's as simple as that for me with the dave Chappelle thing but then you know the the people will get into this whole thing about the, the genius of his 
comedy and all this stuff. And it's like, well, that's not what I'm even talking about. But if you want to have a conversation about that, I was like, I feel like the genius has dropped off substantially in the last couple of years. Yeah. But, um, you know, I, I was a huge fan of uh, the Chappelle show. Uh, the Fuck one yeah. Oh, my God. I was like addicted to that show. I loved it. Yeah, it was really funny. And and his stand up, it's it, it sort of like when he quit the show and ran away to, to South Africa because he felt like his show would cause more problems than it would help. I guess it was his concept. And I just it's interesting that we're here now, given that that's what he did then. Yeah. But uh, he never came back in the kind of funny way that I felt like he was at with Chappelle show. Yeah. He never, after when he came back, it was never uh, that funny to me. I don't know why. Yeah. I don't know. I honestly can't remember like any stuff that I've watched. I know the one there was like a special before this, right? There was a couple like Sticks and Stones, which I didn't like. And there was another one that had a weird. I watched another one. I was like, it was all right. I I forget which one I watched, but. Yeah. You know, the first couple hours that he did when he came back from his uh, self-exile were pretty good, you know, but it's just even them, they didn't reach for me like the comedic heights that they did before. That made me laugh. I mean, it's just that's. You know, I, I didn't start going to Chappelle or watching Chappelle specials to find something wrong with him. I watched them yeah. to laugh. And the less yeah. I laugh, the easier it is to see when he makes uh, odd mistakes. Maybe his humor changed and we just don't get it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, that's the thing that happens. I mean, just look at uh, Dennis Miller, you know, it, it, you know, up until... September 11th, 2001, he was one of my favorite comics. I thought he was, he was pretty brilliant with the, the weird, uh, you know, references and, and, uh, you know, and he was funny um, and had a good satirical voice. And then a, a plane flew into his sense of humor on 9-11 and he went conservative and it's not, it's, he's not funny. He's still doing the same shtick. Yeah. But it's not funny. So I don't know. That happens to people. And and maybe some people still think Dennis Miller is like ragingly funny. I mean, maybe, you know, in certain cases uh, when political lines are drawn, the comedy doesn't seem funny from the other side. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like you would hear it differently or like interpret it differently. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I don't know. Well, it's like if you read like Ben Shapiro's tweets and you think they're funny, no, like I, I, I would like myself. <laughs> I would I would like to talk to somebody who thinks Shapiro's really funny and and have them like break down some of his jokes, explain what's funny about them, you know, to me. Wait, he uh, tries to make jokes? Yeah, on Twitter he tries to be funny all the time. Now I have to go look. This is your fault. <laughs> Yeah, at least Joel Austin never makes jokes. He's consistent. Stays, yeah, stays on point. It's just I saw a book of his in like Walmart the other day, and I was gonna buy it and send it to you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "That's weird. I'm not gonna do that." But I would I probably that. read it. Probably. <laughs> read it. 
because I want to know. I want to know. I mean, if you're willing to sit down and, and read that douchebag's words, I mean, what? It's, it must be c- compelling on some level. So I'll I read it. Like- get it i could probably get it for free on the internet so i would rather do that (laughs) (laughs) yeah i I would like uh, a joel austin book on tape but i would like it to be read by like someone fun like like danny devito oh my god yes that would be amazing hold on i'm gonna close my window because they're doing yard work outside oh okay I would also. All right, I'm back. Okay. Oh, C-3PO is behind you. Yeah, he's in our room now, right with uh, Boba Fett. Wait, where is it? There's Boba Fett. Oh, those are big cardboard cutouts. Yep. Thanks, Ian. As if anyone didn't know we were giant nerds to begin with. (laughs) Now they know for sure. We have a giant cutout of Jason Statham, but that's the only one that we. I saw it. I love it. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Uh, Did you ever see? No, you didn't. Uh, There's a movie with Steve Martin called The Lonely Guy. Okay. It's really funny. You should watch it. I will. Um, If you like. I love him. Yeah. Okay. So this is like back when he was really awesome before he started doing that. Those dumb family movies. Uh, (laughs) It's it's fucking hilarious. Uh, um, but there's this one scene, you know, where they're all dealing with being lonely. And so he gets a lot of tips from his, his buddy played by Charles Grodin. And Grodin likes to have parties, his like birthday parties, but he doesn't have any friends. So he just rents a bunch of cardboard cutouts of celebrities. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, so it's just him and Steve Martin in a room full of cardboard cutouts. It's pretty, pretty funny. That's amazing. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna watch that. Yeah. Did you did you see the jerk? Uh yes. Yeah. So this is like that era, Steve Martin. Okay. There's another movie, you know, you know, which I love and think it's hilarious, but you can't you can't make those jokes anymore. Some of them in the jerk are pretty yeah. Um, oh my god i watch old movies now and i'm like how did i not recognize that before i just feel so stupid i don't know right well i mean in the jerk it's a it's not you know it's not just punching down there's comic premise to the racial stuff in there it just you know there's no way around it you know it's it's a little casually racist i guess you know as as far as comedy goes um but I mean, the jerk's hilarious, uh, and uh, you know, man with two brains. Did you see that one? No, that's a great one. See, if you love these old Steve Martin movies, you, you got to see that, and you got to see the Lonely Guy. Those are huge, huge. All right. all right, I will watch them. And all of me. Have you seen that one? I don't know. But you know what? I bet if I googled all of these, I would know. I'd be like, yeah, I saw this. All of me is the one with Lily Tomlin where she's like a rich lady and her soul is put into Steve Martin's body. That sounds awesome. Yeah. It's amazing. (laughs) His physical uh, comedy in all of me, because he plays like Lily Tomlin's in there. So he sort of has some control of his body, but she has control of his body. So he's at odds like the, and like he physically fights with himself in this movie. And it's just, it's fucking amazing. 
so far I have not seen Lonely Guy. Oh my God, Lonely he's guy. been in so many movies. Holy. F- I've seen a lot of his movies, which is actually weird, I guess. Yeah, The Man with Two Brains is with uh, Kathleen Turner and him. Where she's an evil lady marrying him for his money. As we do. He's a renowned brain surgeon, you see. No, I didn't see this, but it looks amazing. It's really hilarious. It's really hilarious. Oh, my God. And I like Dead Men Don't Wear Plaid, too. That was a good one. I think I saw that. There's a black and white. It's like him cut into old black and white movies. It's pretty funny. Oh, it just brought me to like a best buy. Ten bucks at best buy in case anyone's wondering. Which one? Uh, Dead Men Don't Wear Plaid. I feel like you could get a, a, a box set with all these things. Yeah, probably. But maybe they're, I'm sure they're streaming somewhere. Got to be. There should be a Steve Martin streaming channel. It's just. I'm Googling it right now. Netflix has a bunch of them. Like a bunch of them. And there's a, um, this awesome box set of uh, Steve Martin's TV stuff. Um, I highly recommend if you're a Steve Martin fan, because it's got. His old uh, 70s um, stadium stand-up special uh, and a bunch of his TV specials, which are hilarious. Uh, you you got to see him. Ian, I want this for Christmas. No, I want it just because I'll start a fight with you and you can buy this to make it better. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And a hoagie. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. He did this John Hughes movie too, Steve Martin. Really? Yeah, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Oh yeah, shit. Oh, I was just ugh, just looking at that one, actually. I love that movie. It's great. Um, yeah, definitely one of my favorite John Hughes movies, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. And I, I, it doesn't have uh, all that much racism. And um, oh, thank God. So, so that there's that. <laughs> What a win. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, it's just, uh, you know, it's a bummer to go back and and know that these things are what they were, but it's it's not a big deal. Not a big deal for me anyway. Um, So you got to pick your kids up and take them to the park after this? It's the playground at their school. Oh, okay. So you just... I have to be there to get them out of the school to run to the playground at the school and let them play until they're tired and then we go home. Right on. I see. But tomorrow's a Halloween parade and they have a half day, so I'm spending the day in Morgantown. Oh, is that bad? No, I'm going to go to Goodwill and probably buy everything in it. (laughs) I always spend so much money there. <laughs> I'm like, this is cool. I'm going to buy it. And then I found like so many like superhero shirts for the boys or like video game ones. So I'm just like, obviously I'm going to get this for them. Right. 
I don't, I, I'm not a shopper. I don't do that. You know, my wife yeah. likes to shop, I guess, but I don't, I don't like shopping. I go to the grow. I do the grocery shopping, but I don't like it. I'm just yeah. very, I'm very efficient at it and I can get it done pretty quickly. Um, but like going shopping for clothes and shit, I, I just, I don't have the patience for that. I love it. And going into Goodwill and looking at, you know, a bunch of old junk, uh, you know, like she finds it fascinating. And I'm like, it's not old junk. I find cool stuff there all the time. No, we found some cool stuff. I mean, I'm just saying it is old. I mean, it is. That's what it is. It's old stuff. Right? No, maybe. I don't know. I got a Halloween costume for five bucks there for me, even though I can't go to the party now. So it's useless. (laughs) You can't go to a Halloween party? Yeah, I was supposed to go to my aunt's house. And um, I asked off work at my new job. And I am scheduled to work. I'm sorry. That sucks. Yeah, it's all right. I'll just go visit them another time. Um, but the boys, Ian's going to take the boys to our friend's birthday, our friend's kid's birthday party. On Halloween? Uh, Saturday. And I need to hurry up and buy this. You know what? That's what I got to do tomorrow. Find him a gift. Well, uh, how? What's? It's how old's this person? He said he's going to be seven. What are seven-year-old boys like these days? Uh, he said. I asked his dad, and he was like, he said like Pokemon, Mon, Minecraft, outdoors stuff, and weird shit. I was like, okay. Oh, that sounds like what my kid liked when he was seven. Um, yeah, sounds about right. Yeah, I thought maybe things had changed, but it is still Minecraft and Pokemon is still popular. Oh yeah, we I find like random Pokemon cards all over the house. I oh, I still I do too. Yeah. Them all. I did not. No, they're not. They're not. Contained. They're like they're like glitter. Oh. You know what else isn't contained uh, and is like glitter uh, or confetti rather really is uh, the shredded paper that I was shredding um, before I came to do your show. Uh, <laughs> my uh, you know, mother-in-law lost her, uh, her husband last year and she hired my son to shred all this fucking paper. Like she brought two huge boxes full of documents to be shredded. Uh, and she, the idea was she's going to pay him $10 an hour. Um, we did it like three times um, and then just stopped. And there's been a pile of fucking papers in my garage for months now. And so I have taken it upon myself to do it. But here's the thing. Simi Valley is a very windy place. So I'm shredding the paper and then I, I, I put the, our recycle bin, you know, right outside the door so I could shred the paper. The thing fills up, take it out. And it was getting full. And then the last bucket that I was putting in there, like the wind kicked up and like just shot all this fucking shredded paper all over my front yard. For fuck's sake. And, which is exactly when Colby was actually doing this. I, I would find shredded paper all over where the trash cans are. <laughs> like, yeah, you gotta be more careful about it. And no, there, there's, n- there's no way around. <laughs> Just do it in your house and put it in a trash bag. That's what I do. 
yeah, no, I, that's what I should have done, but uh, I, I didn't, I wanted to save the trash bags, you know, cause you they're know. not, they're not recyclable. I don't know. I'm going to use the shredded paper. I looked up uses for it uh, because I felt weird just like recycling it, knowing it's not going to be recycled. Um, so I am going to use them to make like seedling planters and like oh. some other cool shit. Wait, so, what do you, how do, what do you do with the paper? To make it put it uh, it's weird you like mix it with like water and i think it's like flour and some shit i got i have to look it up again but so it becomes like planting soil it's just like um the no not the soil the um container oh, oh i see yeah i see okay well that's cool that's useful so yeah there is christmas everyone <laughs> there's too, yeah there's too much for me to just do that i would need something else to do maybe i can make a like a paper mache or something yeah you can do that too actually as was on the list mm-hmm. i'm not going to do that either you know what i'm going to do oh. is just throw it all out okay some of it will get on my yard that's all there is to it it's, it's how it's, it's how it works confetti <laughs> Hopefully the wind will pick it all up and put it on the neighbor's yard. Maybe it'll blow it to the ocean where it's going to end up anyway. Right. Floating on the island of garbage out in the Pacific there. Yeah, probably. That garbage island always makes me think of Creepshow 2. Oh, yeah? Yeah. In Creepshow 2, one of the stories is called The Raft, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, it, you know, it's about these kids. <laughs> these kids uh you know doing drugs and drinking and having premarital sex and they swim out to a raft on a lake uh and then they realize that there's something in the water that it will kill them it's like a floating what it looks like in the movie is a bunch of taped together garbage bags floating oh, around on the top of the water it's like it's like it, it, it was the idea is it's like a living oil slick that moves around in the lake Ew. And, yeah and it and it and it's if it, it, anyone gets in the water it gets them so they're stuck on the raft yeah hmm. that's what that gar- garbage island reminds me of yeah that's gross what like did they just not know that had were they the only ones to ever swim out to that rafts well you know i i i feel like there was there's a sign that says no swimming or something like that yeah but kids don't listen no no they're like fuck it we're gonna have some beers and go out to that raft i mean there's no swimming but yet there's a raft in the middle of the lake just beckoning people yeah that's rude yeah they should have taken the raft out but um yeah i feel like they're or maybe they didn't see the sign maybe that's what it was Maybe the sign was covered by foliage, and at the end of the move, the short movie, they reveal that. I can't remember; it's been a minute. Okay, but I don't want to tell you the the end, which I really like, because uh, uh, you know it's a spoiler. But if Do you it. Learn, if you like, oh well, this there was this one kid who who manages to swim to shore. You know, he's the only only person alive left. Uh, and he and he races the you know the the trash bags trash bag monster 
and uh, he gets up onto the beach and he's out of the water and he's like, ah, I beat you. I beat you. And then the, and then the monster just like comes up like a wave. Yeah. Crashes over him on the beach. And that, that's, that's what he gets. Don't gloat. Yeah. Don't gloat and get the fuck away from the water. You're still too close to the water. You dumbass. People in movies always celebrate too soon. Always too soon. You know, and they or they or they walk away from somebody after like they don't they hit them once they fall down and they're like, all right, cool, let's get out of here. It's like, no, you got to keep beating them till they're dead. Right. Back up. That's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, you got to beat them to death. Oh, my God. Did you see the new Halloween? Not yet. No, I'm going on Friday. I mean, I literally had my I, I got it off the dark web. <laughs> and I haven't watched it because Hillary's like, no, we got to see it in the theater. Like, All right. So we're going, we're going to see a double feature of uh, Antlers and Halloween Kills on Friday. Okay. You heard of Antlers? Mm-mm. Oh, wait. Yes, I did. Holy shit. That looks awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It does. Oh, my God. That looks awesome. Ian, I want to see that too. There was another one I wanted to see. What the hell was it? We were thinking about going, shit. What's the other horror movie? It's like an indie horror movie that's out. Um, that looks let me cool. see. But I can't remember. Because we were thinking about going to see that one. But then when we found out Antlers was out, we chose. Last Antlers. Night in Soho? No. Quiet Place 2? No. No. Lamb. Lamb. That's it. Did you see that? I think so. But not. hold on one second. Let me see. I, I mean, you don't have to hold on. I don't know. I just. All right. Let me see pictures of it. Uh, I know how Google works. Did you and you you did see Halloween Kills? Yeah, I saw it. Freaking. Did you? Because we like just watched it, it at home. And, oh, on, uh, the, on the Peacock TV or whatever. Yeah. Um. Did you like it? No. Why didn't you like it? I don't want to tell you. I want you to see it first. Well, don't uh, don't spoil it. Just give me a general. I can't. I can't not spoil it. But what was it? Was it the tone of the thing or was it the narrative of the thing? Like, what's the general reason? So you didn't Mm -hmm. like it. You don't like some plot developments or you just didn't learn. Yeah, the plot was like not great. But well, I feel like it could have been better. I'm trying to think of like a way to say that. It's not a well-reviewed movie, but as as you pointed out, I'm wearing this uh, Jason shirt, so I have an affinity for uh, slasher franchises, which the movies themselves tend to be not not very good. Um, oh no! Okay, so no, I totally get what you're saying, but like Friday the Thirteenth movies are awesome. Halloween, the first one was awesome. Like, oh god, the first Hills Have Eyes was disgustingly terrible, and like, it's I can never watch it again. I saw it once. That's enough. The um, original, the Wes Craven movie, or the remake? That one fucked me all the way up. Um, the the sequel yeah. to the remake is the most disgusting one of all those movies. I'm not watching it. I'm so, good. So. 
But like, yeah, no, this like I really wanted to like it. I really did. I was like excited to watch it because right before that, we watched like the making of a Halloween movie, the um, first one. And at the end, I was just like, okay. It was the same feeling I had at the end. Oh, God, no, it wasn't the same feeling. The end of the Chucky movie, the last one I saw in the theater, I was just like, are you fucking kidding me? I was I was just so heartbroken because it was good up until the ending. And then I was like. What was the last one you saw? The Seed of Chucky? The last one I saw was when it was like, a, um, like um, he was like a robot or some shit. Oh, the remake. Or like a computer or something. Yeah, yeah. He's like a he's like an Alexa or whatever. Yeah. I was like, oh man, this is stupid. I was like, somebody could have hacked it. Like <laughs> that was my thought process. I was like, this isn't like a ghost in it. I don't know. I was just very disappointed in it. Yeah, I guess uh I, I didn't mind the 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 reboot. Um, but you know what? I do I I watched uh, uh, the first episode of the show. You know, there's a oh, yeah. show, Chucky, it's called. Oh, God, it's so fucking good. And my like boyfriend's that. in it, and he's an asshole, and then sweet, and then, yeah, we know what happens. Yeah, Devin, he plays two parts, Devin Sawa. I know, it killed me to see him as such a jerk. I was like, how dare you? Oh, did you watch, did you watch the thing I told you to watch with John Travolta and him? Shit, No. The Fred Durst directed movie? Oh, that's right. No, I didn't. <laughs> I totally forgot. He's a super jerk in that movie. I can't watch it. Why would you do that to me? Because it's awesome. I mean, it's so bad. It's good. He's he's actually good in it. Don't get me wrong. It, the movie is, is it. ridiculous. Um, but yeah, Saw was very, very, very good. Yeah, I they have all the Final Destination movies on uh, HBO right now. Oh, I have that. Yeah. You can we watch have like it. all the streaming things. Mm-hmm. We have like all of like the streaming services, and you got CBS and Paramount and everything. I'm pretty sure if I go down, well, actually, we have it on Fire Sticks and Xbox. But yeah, the only thing I ever use is Hulu. <laughs> I wanted to watch uh, in the Invasion or Invasion. I don't know if it's the invasion or invasion, but it's a it's an Apple Plus TV show with Sam Neill about an alien. Uh, oh uh, yeah, invasion. I hate seeing those commercials because I don't have that, and they always have like the coolest shit. I'm like, I'm not paying for it. <laughs> well, it, it, yeah, but I, I was willing to get it for that show, uh, and I found out that the app is. I don't have any devices. I, I could put it on a computer, I guess, but I can't watch it on any of my TVs because none of my devices are compatible with fucking Apple Plus TV. Yeah, because Apple has to be a bunch of dickheads and make everything difficult. Yeah. I don't know what like why you can't get a version of Apple Plus on a, an a Amazon Fire Stick. I, I try to do it on my smart TVs and I have a Roku TV too, uh, which you think that would have worked, but and I could download the app, but then the app wouldn't launch, so it was it, it was useless. Um, so the whole I can't I can't watch that stupid show, and I want to. It was terrible, and you're not missing anything. It probably is. It probably sucks. But I mean, like by the time I get to see it, work it out, I'll probably be like, ah, and then it'll be very disappointing because I've worked too hard to see it. Yeah. If you, if you put that many, you know, obstacles, like why? 
why wouldn't you want your uh, your streaming service to be more accessible? Because they're Apple and they're elitists. I don't know. I'm an Android person and I use regular computers like a fucking normal person. Well, yeah. I mean, I apparently like the problem is, is my Amazon Fire Stick thing is the third generation and not like the latest. Mm. Like, so I would have to spend, I don't know, $200 or some dumb thing to upgrade it just so I could get Apple Plus TV. And I'm not doing that. It's too much trouble. No, I have to tell you something off of this. Here, here we go. What is it? What's happening? I'm typing to you. Oh. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. All right. Well, you know, I'm not going to say what you said in the private chat there, but that's good to know. Yeah. Are you going to use it? Oh, yeah. I already did for like many things. Cool. What was the last thing? Well, the last thing I showed anyone, my so I host um, music bingo at my job on Tuesday nights. Mm-hmm. Um, How's that going? The, um, it's really good. I didn't do it. So the first one was awful. Second one was way better, but I ended like an hour early. This past one I didn't do because I got like super bad news, and I was like, I, I, I like I can't do this tonight. Um, and then. So next week will be the Halloween one with all that. But the microphone we have sucks and you have to like yell into it. And like, I'm not, I don't want to yell unless I have to. So I was like, can we please get a new microphone? And I like sent a screenshot. I was like, please, please. <laughs> so, but I think the last thing I got was like a steam mop. A what mop? A steam mop. A ski mop? <laughs> steam. Oh, steam. Steam. Oh, steam mop. Oh, huh, a steam mop. Yeah. And a bigger paper shredder. I I wish, yeah. I wish we had a better paper shredder because the one that I'm using overheats all of the time. Oh, God. And then you have to step away from it for a half hour. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, it's really annoying. It's annoying as hell. I hate it. And I still have a fucking whole box of these goddamn papers to shred. Well, the one that I have, you can put 110 papers in it and it'll just do it. You can like walk away from it and it'll just do it. Really? Yeah. How much are those? I don't know. I don't remember. I think it was like 40 bucks or some shit. Really? 40 bucks? Maybe I should just buy one. But like, what the fuck do I need a paper shredder for? Except for my mother-in-law's goddamn papers. I don't know. We shred like junk mail and shit. Why do you shred junk mail? I don't know. And like, um, like bills, not bills, which is weird. Like, why would we still get paper bills? Everything is like online. Um, and like, so I was also going to look up to see if, well, I can, I did look it up. If I could use like the shredded paper for my guinea pig cage, 
Oh, yeah. yeah. Because <laughs> so, uh, of the chemicals? Yeah, and, and like the ink and stuff. Like different papers have different, like, I guess, or, um, makeup. Oh, okay. I feel like we lined our guinea pig cages with newspaper. Then we put a bunch of hay in there. Yeah. What the heck? Wait, I'm trying to find out how much this was. It was 60 bucks. Hmm. Maybe I should upgrade. Oh, fuck. No, I'm not doing that. I'm just going to, I'm going to struggle through with the shitty paper shredder and no Apple plus TV. I'm just going to live. I'm going to live that way. Fuck it. I'm a, I'm a survivalist. I don't Oh my God. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) I'll, I'll muddle through somehow. I don't know how. (laughs) Poor man. (laughs) All those people watching those shows that you don't get to watch. Yeah, Sam Neill shows that I can't see. God damn it! Uh, it's just <laughs> all I get from Sam Neill is his Twitter feed. That's it. That's all I get. Yeah, is you follow- <laughs> Sorry, guys. Do, do you follow Sam Neill on Twitter? All he does is post pictures of himself with like uh, animals and shit. I'm gonna do that with just my pets. That they're all like he has a farm, I guess. You know. So yeah, he takes pictures with his animals. It's adorable. How old is Sam Neil? I don't know. He looks really good. He's got to be in his sixties at least, right? Just saying, he's he's holding together well. You know, <laughs> maybe it's the Australian thing. I don't know. Maybe. Do they hold together well? How have you seen uh, uh, Paul Hogan recently? How's he looking? Well, let's find out. I actually saw his uh, his new movie. Oh my god, he looks exactly the same as he always does. Paul Hogan, he does look yeah. older. I, I saw his movie. He does look the same, but he does look uh, older. Um, yeah, uh, his new movie was like it's like a meta. Um, movie about him like basically being forced out of retirement by his handlers um, you know uh, trying to bring back the Crocodile Dundee so it's like Paul Hogan is playing Paul Hogan who's famous for being Crocodile Dundee in this movie yeah oh I used to watch it I used to watch his movies wait wasn't there like there was a couple of movies like I don't remember I was a kid so I just remember Crocodile Dundee yeah, there was the three Crocodile Dundee movies. Yeah. The first two were like 80s and early 90s. Um, but then the other one didn't happen to like the early aughts or whatever. Um, and then, yeah, he had a couple other movies, but he didn't do a lot of movies. He was mostly just an Australian comedy star, TV guy. And then, yeah, and then Crocodile Dundee was a big hit. But then there's this movie which I guess is unofficially the fourth Crocodile Dundee movie, but it's a, it's, it, it's, it's a, it's a tough watch. You know what I'm saying? It, oh my God, I'm going to watch it. It takes a long time. I think it's called the, the very excellent. Crocodile You're so close. Dundee. 
or something. The very excellent gentleman, Crocodile Dundee, okay. Dundee, gentleman Dundee. What is it? Mr. Mr. Dundee, the very excellent Mr. Dundee or gen- very excellent gentleman, Mr. Dundee. Yeah. Is that, is that the whole thing? The very excellent. Oh, wait. The very excellent Mr. Dundee. The very excellent Mr. Dundee. Okay. It's it's a wonder more people haven't seen that with such an easy to remember uh, title. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, people. Get it together. <laughs> um. So he's knighted. What the hell? Oh, yeah. He got knighted. Yeah. They were doing that for everybody for a while. If somebody was on TV, they would get knighted. So what if you were like on the TV once in like third grade on the news? Yeah. Well, I don't know about that. I don't know if you got. Knighted. I would try to use that to see if it would work. Yeah. It'd be fun to get knighted. Um, I don't think it's ever going to happen for me. I think you have Never. to be a, a British citizen of some kind, which I guess Australians are. Is that, are they still in cahoots? The Australian penal colonies and, and Jesus, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the hell. Don't uh, be too sidetracked. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're right. Well, and you have to go pick up your kids because it's uh, it's now uh, it's been an hour. We've been yapping for an hour. I like it. Yeah, I do too. It's fun. I feel like we covered a lot of ground, and we I think we fixed some stuff, and that's what's important. Yeah, for sure. We, we fixed racism uh, and bigotry of all <laughs> forms in movies uh, and stand up comedy. Uh, yeah, we probably fixed some political things too, but I can't remember. We definitely um, got some good reviews on paper shredders. That's true. We we got into the paper shredders. That's very uh, very important knowledge for the consumers. Yeah. Yeah. Anything to say? Uh, what just before you sign off? Are you signing off? Yeah, I do have to sign off. I gotta go get them. Um, yeah, I got nothing. Oh man, I was supposed to think of something to like say. Nothing about like you know Taco Bell or anything. I'm just gonna say what I said last time. I think I said last time. Smell you later. Okay, that's fair enough. Yeah. Is that what I said last time? I don't know. And it doesn't even make sense because I cannot smell you. No, you can't smell me, no. Or the audience. But, <sighs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Well, okay. We'll just say that's the end of the show. <laughs> All right. Have a good day. (laughs) See ya.